This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hello, my friends. It's just me this week, Daniela Rabani, the host of the Mom Curious podcast. So, Laura Lucchetti, our amazing executive producer, has compiled a list of questions for Mawa, all surrounding solitude and motherhood. Thank you guys for submitting your questions. And um, yeah, thanks for listening. I've been watching a lot of these um, comedy specials. White Trash was very good. Um, And then I also saw Hassan. I don't know his last name, but I saw his... um, Really good Netflix special. And last night, Dan and I checked out Chelsea Handler's, like, 2020 special. And it was basically a therapy session. I laughed, but I mostly cried. Like, I laughed very little, and I cried a a good amount. Because she was so... It was... I, I felt like she needed to pay me between 150 to 250 dollars for that hour um but you know instead it was just like a date night on my couch with dan and snacks but what i'm learning from those is that man being honest and vulnerable is so healing for the audience it's incredibly healing for the performer. I I know this from experience. But to be part of the audience, you know, just experiencing her open-heartedness, her uh, truth, made me more honest with myself, which is what I'm really hoping, you know, happens here. But um, watching that reminded me that the mere and the freer I am, the me or the you-er and the freer you are, you know? We're raising our consciousness together. We're, we're raising ourselves and some of us are raising children. Some of us have questions before we raise children, including do moms only get solitude when they hide in their bathrooms as it seems on IG and TV? So this is an interesting one because in a pandemic, in quarantine, in the shitstorm that is remote learning, yeah, that bathroom is my temple. I actually did cry also, like, the first few days of motherhood. There's something called the um, baby blues that sets in where your, like, hormones drop and then you just, like, start crying. You cry. I mean, the matrix opens up, so there's that. But, you know, it can be embarrassing and a little weird. So I hid out in the bathroom there then, too. But, um... It, you know, when, when I read this question, I'm reminded 
that we are not in normal times, that the past two years have been extremely taxing on mothers, extremely intense, certainly here in New York and I know around the world. And when we started filming these interviews, I really thought it was over. And I just want to say like, wow, I didn't realize what an optimist I was until this pandemic because I was like, oh, when's it going to be over? Oh, 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 is it over now? Oh, is this the beginning of the end? Torture. Every pessimist I know, every hypochondriac I know was so well suited for this time. But moms, working moms and not working moms, all moms work, by the by. But moms across the board have just eaten shit. So you're seeing the honest truth on um, Instagram and TV for this time. But in general, no. You can get alone time. Fuck yeah. If it's not a matter of like hired help, um, which I understand, you know, um, either not being able to afford it or not wanting that. Please, God, hand your baby off to a friend. Please, God, have friends, family, a partner if you have a partner. Claim that. Claim that for yourself. And when there's not a pandemic and the demands on parents during a pandemic, then I would say, you know, those those IG stories and TV scenes are dramatic for a reason. They're captivating. Also, babies and toddlers, for real, for real, preschoolers, I don't know about anybody else, but they fucking follow you into the bathroom. Like, who's getting alone time in there? Not me. I need to walk outside my house to feel alone. (laughs) Um, Unless my kids are in school. Thank God for school. Okay. Question two is, how do you keep old friends as your life paths shift? I just want to give you permission to press pause. If things are intense in the beginning of motherhood and you're just like not driving, although it would be great if friends could come over and just have a relationship with your baby. If they're not into babies, okay. They could, you know, take you to like that cool exhibit at your favorite museum or go out to a restaurant together or a movie or like just go on a date you know but if you don't want to because your life paths have just gone off into different directions then that's okay one of my dearest friends since my since I was 18 17 at NYU I was 33 when I had Ness. When I was pregnant with Ness, I just felt really sensitive. And I also felt like my priorities were shifting. 
and I just felt really triggered by this friend. And we spoke honestly about it. It was uncomfortable. We paused our friendship, and years later, I reached out via email again and again saying, I'm sorry I hurt you. And I was sorry. Um, I mean, I had reason, sure, but I missed her. And I clearly hurt her feelings, so I reached out and I apologized. And we are... There's nothing like rupture and repair to remind you that, like, all is well. You are loved. <laughs> People are good. It, it's happened several times over between me and, and, and dear friends. Um, <laughs> that probably has more to do with me. Um, but... I say that anecdotally just so you know. It's okay if things shift. And it's okay if... And it's okay if things shift right back. Nothing is permanent. How do you make new mom friends that fit into your new lifestyle that you actually like? Okay. I had the very lucky experience of having a baby about three or four months before my friend Chrissy. And then I moved right next door to her um, a year later because th that's how much I wanted, needed, enjoyed raising our babies together. That was ecstasy, guys. That was amazing. I have, like, really cute videos of Hazel and Ness making out when they were, like, 16 months old. Oh, God, it was amazing. I, we're, I'm going to post it on Instagram. It's going to be great. Um, I don't think you can be coy or shy about these things. Like, if your kids get along or they're around the same age... You got to go for it, especially with friends that you already love. Um, when you're trying to make new friends, maternity leave is a great time, if you have it, um, to go to nursing classes. I didn't do that because, as we know, I had a whole fucking thing with the breastfeeding. Um, there are lactation classes, so that means that the babies are very, 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 very little. Who knows if that's a thing in a pandemic, but it's certainly on Zoom. It's got to be on Zoom. Um, I went to RIE classes, resources for infant educators. I knew I was just obsessed with respectful parenting, and I wept at those classes. I never made friends there, but I felt community. I felt like a bunch of people in this room and their kids were on the same page as me, which felt really healing. Other places, you know, where you find like-minded people could be your temple, could be a church, could be a mosque, a synagogue. Um, that 
ended up being part of our story uh, once we moved to Brooklyn. I don't think we turned into like such good friends, but like it was nice to just hang out with them. And then we live in a building where there are a lot of young families, which is really nice. And we moved from the West Village, which was mostly young professionals, like cool people, like really cool people and really cool um, restaurants and stuff. And we just realized like, oh, there definitely is a community here and we're not really finding, we're not like having play dates. So we moved to Brooklyn into a building full of um, kids, like little kids, little, little, little kids. And so actually recently we all had COVID. And so for a long time, we didn't see any of those kids. Like for like nearly two years, we just like, oh, hello in the hallway or whatever. But now I'm actively inviting people over. I like the parents. I'm curious about them. I'm I just, I'm, I'm into it. Um, and this Sunday, we just like stayed in our building and barefoot walked over to our neighbors who also had COVID recently and just hung out. I think neighbors are a biggie. And they don't have to be, these people don't have to be your best friends. In fact, ugh, Chrissy was my best friend. And it was so intense. It was so amazing and intense. And like, I never wanted it to end. And then she moved and it ended. And it turns out I lived through it. It was really, really, really hard for me. But cute kids and their nice parents are good hangs. They pass the day really, you know, if you could pass the day, like, with your kids hanging out with, like, other kids in the next room and, like, just getting to know someone and debriefing from the last two years of a pandemic, it's it's good. They don't have to be your favorite people, is all I'm saying. All right, those were some ways that I found new friends. Hope that was helpful. Hmm. You want to know how mother is alienating? Okay. How could partners be more supportive? Hmm. Well, partners being more supportive, if you're in partnership, that's like the whole point of being in a partnership, to support each other. You know, like this idea of, you know, never finding alone time and having to hide in a bathroom is like very much tied to, wait, where's the other parent? If you're that desperately needing alone time, like we got to get the other parent involved, you know? Annalena Mark said it the best on episode two of the Mom Curious podcast. Please check it out. She said, you need a firm foundation. You need a solid foundation in a relationship before you become 
parents. Because it's going to fucking rock your world. It is. It's meant to. It's meant to evolve your consciousness. It's meant to turn you into an adult in a way that you might not have been before you were a parent. It's meant to change you and it definitely changes the relationship. So how could um, partners be more supportive by listening? I think, you know, Dan and I just had this conversation where when one of us says, this is really important to me, it's incumbent on the other to say, okay, how can we make that work? Okay, how can we make that work? How is motherhood alienating? You know, I never wanted to be... (laughs) I never wanted to be that mom that, like, posted all of her kids all over Instagram. (laughs) Who lost herself. I never wanted to be the mom with the mom podcast. I think before I was a mother, I, like, looked at that mom and I was like, Ugh, where did you go? Yikes. Um, I don't want to be perceived that way. And by that way, I mean the way I am. I mean, it's true. I am in a big transition, you know? And that this transition actually, it it varies from person to person and, you know, length of time. Is variable. But when a baby is born, a mother is born. And then again. How is it alienating? It's so vulnerable. And, you know, it's so funny. Like, I will be in a professional situation. I just did a reading. It's a lovely play. And I was introduced. And, like somehow one of my somehow my big credit was that I was raising a family which is true but like I'm also you know been on this tv show and that tv you know like I've done other things it feels minimizing I'm sure he was trying to be respectful I'm certain he was trying to be respectful but it can feel minimizing And I'm sure that has something to do with my own narrative. Please DM me and let's have this conversation. I clearly could use therapy on it. But it's alienating. it, It is what it is. How can a woman find her song, community, tribe, etc.? Hey, person with a metaphor. How can a woman find her song, community, tribe, etc.? Avital Schreiber says this in the fourth episode of the Mom Curious Podcast, which you're listening to right now. Um, you have to be pig-headed about making community. Pig-headed. Stubborn. Just, you have to go for it. You have to. I'm, you know, I'm constantly 
putting myself out there, fine. You know, you're going to reject me. That's totally cool. On to the next. Or we don't really get along that well. Okay. On to the next. Um, I just don't think that we can take this lying down because we don't live in a society that's built to combat the solitude in motherhood. It's we're still in an extremely patriarchal system where like somehow it's all well maybe not all but somehow it's there's a lot on the woman a lot and we were not built physically mentally spiritually etc to do this alone I think that's why I started this also if I'm being honest, for me, for my own tribal community needs and wants and desires to wrap my arms around other women. And if this, in this digital world, if this is the way to do it, then all right, let's do this. Okay. But um, you can't take it lying down. You know what I'm saying? Please don't. Can I just thank you for your listening, for your being curious about motherhood and everything else you're curious about? It is like the most magnificent quality. Curiosity. I hope you have a great day and I will see you next time on the Mom Curious Podcast. For more episodes, make sure to follow Mom Curious, available on all podcast platforms. Thanks.